In this okay. week's show, our guest is Mr. Eric Bickernix. <laughs> Bickernix, yes. And uh, he'll be telling us about his most recent book. Um, I checked out your website and saw the, um, the headlines, like those magazines from the 90s. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> Weekly World News, right. <laughs> tell us what prompted you to write this series and what is it about? All right. Uh, yeah, so Higher Strangeness, right? So basically I've written two books uh, as a skeptic. Uh, about the UFO, the first one's about the UFO phenom UFO phenomenon, basically in the in the, um, the the folklore that has arisen around UFOs, and the second one here is higher strange, just the same um, people and the same settings. I continued into um, basically hammering on conspiracy culture, uh, and basically using sort of like a lot of um, national things, you know, put into this little basket. Uh, a little community, should we say, of, of like at, of Cape Cod, and sort of satirizing what happened nationally and over the years in this little community, and by assigning you know characters um, um, to it. But yeah, it's basically it's mostly and, and most of the the, the the satire is based off of you know real people. You know, Alec Jones. We have a character that has literally turned into Alec Jones. Uh, it has an Infowars site. Uh, make fun of QAnon. Emeron, uh, the Pizzagate um, uh, conspiracy, which is the, the, you know, it was at the Comet Pizza, which kind of started the whole thing of QAnon. Uh, yeah, so just put it all into uh, <laughs> Cape Cod, basically, over the summer, or a summer. Well, in this show, we have tried to debunk a lot of these conspiracies. Right. And Alex Jones is the person that I uh, despise the most, <laughs> other than Good. Trump. Right. In... Um, I feel like this magical thinking, this uh, random, like mixing things and bringing stuff up. And then lately he's been talking a lot about God. So he almost feels like he's a prophet. Um, right. In your opinion, um, where's all this heading? Because um, there was a rise in a lot of um, destructive stuff uh, with the rhetoric around the Alex Jones conspiracies um, back in the last election. Right. Um, where do you think it's heading in, in this satirizing <laughs> a, a way to confront it or just to kind of give I, up and, and make fun of something that is very real? Yeah, yeah uh, well, it's, it's, it looks like it's with Trump, it just looks like it's heading into depression, which is, you know, anyone who's intelligent, it's just like, oh, um, yeah, I, I, just yeah, just depression basically. Uh, you know, anyone who's anyone who's smart or intelligent, you know, at least from our, I'm in base, I'm from Boston, outside of Boston, New England. So this is the hotbed of of uh, yeah, um, <laughs> uh, progressives. You know, um, so uh, so well, it's well, I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily heading anywhere. It's that this is humanity. Here it is, just splayed out. <laughs> this, this is how it works uh and at, at this point i'm just like yeah yeah can't can't do anything about it just that's <laughs> it's, it's always been around uh and it'll continue to be around um so <laughs> yeah as like i said i've just almost just accepted it in the sense that yes stupidity will always be around <laughs> But, but is it a form of entertainment? Because, um, you know, life can be very boring. And, and right. you know, I've listened yes. to Coast to Coast. I've right. watched all the X-Files. I've done yep. Star Trek, Star Wars. So you think that people are mixing uh, fantasy with reality just to make things spicy? Yes. Well, well obviously, yeah. Well, it's fun. Yes, Bigfoots are fun. Yes, UFOs are fun. Yeah, Loch Ness Monsters. All, yeah, it's interesting, right? It's fun. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> uh yeah <laughs> but 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 it's um <laughs> it's such a large swath you know um um uh, uh, let, me, let me, give me give me i was going to mention something let me give you a good example so uh, there's an author called kurt anderson that wrote a book called Fantasyland: how america went haywire a 500 year history uh and he literally just spells out how basically our society american culture is just built for conspiracies and 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 just that's just how we are that's how we've always been uh <laughs> and anything that's happening now is just really nothing new um in, in short it's basically the pilgrims who came here were trying to get away from from the european their, as religious you know 
uh, settlers. They were trying to get away so they can have their own religion here, you know, in this country. And then basically from there, anyone who had another wacky idea just moved west and they just kept going. Uh, and he illustrates nicely, like all, yeah, all the different sects, everything. Just, if, if you've got a kooky idea, come on, America, you know, get a piece of real estate out west and just keep going. Um, and that you know, includes all, you know, for gun culture and all that uh, over here. So, yeah. <laughs> so at this point, I just almost accept it. Like, like yeah, okay. Yeah, I, you know, I, I'm, I, I, ha I satirized it. So, and there's only few people that, that, you know, can appreciate it. Cause if you, if you buy into it, um, okay, you're not going to buy my book. So there. But it's interesting. I've never thought about that theory because, uh, when you think about the pilgrims being wacky, right, and the Masons right. being wacky, there you go. the presidents were Masons, right. And then the Mormons, there you go. And then, uh, <laughs> the, the great, what was that? Where, um, there was a preacher that said Jesus was going to come. And then there was a fallout. Lots of them. Oh, there's lots of them. Yeah. Brought, I'm, I'm, for yeah. about seven day Adventists and the Jehovah's Witnesses. Yep. <laughs> so yeah. Keep going with the uh, the skulls and bones and every other yeah. group is 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 built upon that, like you're saying. So right. because it's a maverick culture that people right. are either running away or, or protesting whatever it was before. Right. Uh, do you think that now with um People can make fun of social uh, justice warriors and being counterproductive. Do you think that they have also conspiracy and things that are kind of out there and, and that's taking a hold of society as well? So what, what are you referring to who in particular? Or well, in the, just... in the, in the newer generation, which is more ahistorical, they're also right. uh, willing to believe in the flat earth. Right. The, the moon was never landed on. Right. Uh, <laughs> they now they they think the terrorists are sexy all yeah. kinds of crazy stuff yeah i i touch on the moon landing even in one of the books so there's lots of con you know um conversations um you know bring up hitting all these these things where you know you do realize blah 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 um yeah and they're all in there basically um i can almost go through each one or you know if i went through through the storyline uh yeah i just i just assigned them to characters and basically i'm stealing galileo um when he uh he was writing about the copernican um theory and he had to relate it to the church and he used a character called Simplic simplicio simplicio i believe um to illustrate his point that look the, the copernican method of you know of, of, of you know planets orbiting uh the sun he used basically an idiot <laughs> <laughs> well, at least his, his idiot's viewpoint and argued against it. And I'm kind of doing the same thing here in the, in, in my books is, is just, yeah, I, 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 sh I show you, you know, I have a conspiracy type character who just believes it. And then my character will argue against it. Sort of illustrating, you know, my point <laughs> in this. And that was my question was, is there a skeptic that, um, that is trying to investigate what's going on? Yes. Yeah, oh, very much so. Yeah. And especially in the first book. Yes. And okay. criticizing conspiracies in the second one, um, yeah. <laughs> so, so tell us about your your history. You, uh, in the email back and forth, you mentioned that you've done some movies, you've done right. all these books. So, give us uh, all your projects that you worked on, so people can yeah. look them up. Yeah, basically, um, I'm basically a filmmaker by trade. Uh, had early some early success doing some shorts that made it to like America's Funniest Videos. We're talking the '80s. Uh, did corporate work, so yeah, basically I I I'm you know I I build visual things. Have written been writing scripts my whole life, um, and yeah, and then I, I had I I I wrote and filmed my big fat failed indie feature back in 2000. Yeah, you know any any filmmaker guy has to do their big feature, and and hopefully Hollywood calls, and they didn't. Um, but you know, I wrote it, you know, filmed it. It was you know it's great experience, uh, and seeing how you know and, and and film you know writing it and filming it is just you know killer. That's why I figured, oh, if I just write books, if I just take my film script ideas and just write it as a novel, I don't have to spend two years filming it. <laughs> so I kind of like the idea of just failing writing a novel, which merely takes ooh, six months of effort versus two years of effort to write a movie, you know, write it and then film a movie. Um, 
so yeah but basically these are just sort of uh, <laughs> i've got something to say i uh and basically i want to get it into you know um either you know a novel form or whatever so basically I've, so the first one written three books uh the second one first one artifice um basically the 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 uh let's see the the the, <laughs> the 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 point of that uh is as an artist uh it's really just marketing uh who who be, who gets to be famous as an artist right and it, it's marketing it's 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 you can't really say if uh as an example uh, uh modern art if that splorch is any more you know deeper than anyone else's piece of art that was that was like covered all that second one was um high strangeness basically um the, the, so the premise on that one is um <laughs> uh I, I, I imagine uh imagine if if um the alien uh, <laughs> imagine if 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 uh, everyone thinks they're going after the, 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 the what they preconceive of the aliens, which is the greys, right? The classic greys, and that they don't even see that there's an actual alien. They're standing on an alien, um, and that the only thing that that interacts with these aliens in this book is the golden retriever. And basically, it's taking a page from two thousand one. They get they basically uh, this golden retriever turns into a genius, which nobody knows because we just see you know just from the from the golden retriever's viewpoint. Um, but basically, I'm take, imagine if you took the 2001 monolith, right, and in the movie suggested that it imparted wisdom, right, to the you know the apes, and then the rest of humanity took uh, sprang from there. In the second book, I took the concept. Well, what if you took that uh, these alien, um, you know, I won't say it's a monolith, but then broke it up and sold it on eBay to everybody, and then everybody turns into geniuses for a short while there. Uh, so imagine it as if. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah that 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 conspiracy thinking goes away that literally the world turns rational except for one guy <laughs> and spoiler ignorance wins in the end um yeah so like i said i'm just i just i just got my um viewpoints you know across through the characters um you know and terrible thing if you're trying to sell books because if i'm hammering on people who believe in conspiracies uh, you don't sell a lot of books. If I'm hammering on uh, the true believers that, that the greys are here and the UFOs are, are all, they're all watching us. No, yeah, there's not <laughs> hard, hardly any sales going on. Um, but yes, there's plenty, plenty of money to be made writing a book about, you know, the aliens in, in our, in our, in, in the spaces all above us. And if you're writing about conspiracies and how it all, it's all connected. Yeah. Money there. <laughs> what the hell was I thinking? Well, let me tell you what happened to me. So um, okay. two years ago, I was uh, I challenged a guy who came on my friend's show and he's a big alien conspiracy guy. Right. It's also a big um, I don't know if he was QAnon, but he was talking about the Chinese and he was getting a lot of stuff from Revolver News. And right. he was saying that Trump was the greatest man that ever lived <laughs> and all kinds of uh, crazy stuff. And, and um, so I decided to debate him and we started off with the alien stuff. Right. And somehow his followers took offense that I was questioning the alien stuff. Okay. And then yep. they wouldn't leave me alone. All they kept right. on trying to insult me online and, and say that I didn't know what I was talking about. But it was all uh, based on nothing. Like they didn't have any evidence against what I was saying. Um, and then the guy uh, focused on me believing in God. And he's saying, well, we believe in aliens. You believe in God. And you say that if you don't believe in God, you don't know what you're talking about. It was like, I never said that. And it just went round and round and round. So how how can you have a rational conversation with people who are being irrational, kooky, or um, like believe whatever they want? Because what I've noticed now is that whenever something happens in the world, people will believe whatever they want to believe. It's not right. we don't. Uh, it seems like we don't believe in objective truth anymore, and that um, all these things that are funner or more exciting to try to pin or demonize this the other side you don't like or whatever is what takes hold uh, so do we even have a common language anymore or is it just everybody has their own facts and everybody has their own spiel yeah. and, well and there's it, no common it's okay. always it's always been that way just that we never noticed <laughs> until social media got all of them together uh and certainly there's um what's the, what's the, what's the term here what's the word here then there's definitely an echo chamber 
uh, in the, you know, now certainly because as an example in, in the, my first book, um, and this has actually happened to me, we're talking 20 years ago. Uh, I had, you know, I, I had a buddy who's into UFOs, uh, he researched everything and, and this is all before the internet. Um, and you, you, you know, if you had a crackpot idea, you, it's hard finding another crackpot with a similar idea or, 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 you know, that you can run with. So the only way to really get, get to, you know, to find these people was to do like either, um, uh, like a newsletter, if you could somehow get a newsletter out or, um, this particular, my particular friend knew a buddy who had a small AM radio station. It was with like hundred Watts, but he was like, damn it. I can get the truth out. Now I, I got my own personal little radio station, you know, AM hundred, you know, it probably goes out to five miles, uh, in, 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 you know, it's a radius of five miles. Um, and that was like, fi- I finally, he, he, to him, he like, I bypassed, oh, the, 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 the networks who are censoring, you know, my crackpot ideas. Uh, and so my buddy asked me, hey, do you want to do this radio show? And I'm like, you know, you can be the skeptic guy. I'm like, yeah, all right. Uh, you know, and it was just, <laughs> and I knew that no one was listening. I was just like, at least in his mind, he felt like, oh my God, you know, this was something. Uh, and I was like, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll talk. Uh, and I literally put this in the book. I, and I, so when I showed up, you know, I knew that they basically, <clears throat> since nobody called, they had like one uh, uh, a friend over there on the other line that would do pretend phone calls. And, but, you know, so what I did is I brought in an envelope in a $20 bill. And I said, look, if anyone is listening to us, <laughs> I will, and I held the envelope up and I said, look, just, just call. I will send you $20. Just, 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 just do it. Um, no one called. Yeah, no <laughs> <laughs> no one called the guy got pissed you know obviously i just showed up like no one's no one's watching this buddy um so i'm using that as an example so back then it's like well that's all right fine he got a little reach but he still it, it was still hard finding other crackpots now <clears throat> social media yeah you can you can now form an echo chamber and and just yep you'll have you have you know you'll have them all together and that that was almost impossible or very hard, you know, to do that 20 years ago. So I think that's what's changed. Uh, it's the same amount of crackpots out there with whatever kooky ideas, you know, if you're, whether you're religious or whatever. Um, but yeah, they form a mob. And as you saw, you know, they all, they hate it if you're, you know, talking out against them. In, in fact, my first book, most of the one-star reviews are people that just went, this is bullshit, man. I mean, yeah, they finally figured out that, yes, I'm making fun of you. <laughs> uh and all the one stars that that was all the one stars this is like they just couldn't stand that you know i was something you know implying that they were irrational um so i but but the the book eventually got ten thousand five hundred downloads there's 40 percent five stars to the people you know who actually get it uh enjoy it i've just done a couple of podcasts and those people read the, the book and love it just yeah absolutely love it um so yeah, that that's the big difference. <laughs> Humanity is the same. Uh, just they're they're forming mobs, or we are all forming mobs for whatever thing that we're ob- obsessed over, or you know, <laughs> going. You mentioned yeah. mar- marketing. Um, how did you market that book to get that many downloads? Yeah, no, it, it was, it's a free book. So the, the trick is you, you give the first one away for free. It's still free and then charge for the second one. Um, I didn't think I was I didn't think I was getting that many downloads. So I kind of that's why five years I wrote it five years ago and I started this other book, you know, yeah, about a year ago. And but then when I realized, oh, all right, so <laughs> I guess someone there are people out there that enjoyed it uh, and, then, and then went with it. But yeah, five years ago, I was doing the rounds of podcasts and weren't that many, you know, going all the, you know, the websites, just it was pain in the butt. Um, yeah. <laughs> For you know, no, no money, but and I was hoping, oh, I was hoping I could get the social, you know, network together. No, that didn't work. I'm like, all right. So, <laughs> but again, after seeing that, it's a slow, dribbly, slow process that, that people will see this and it'll slowly get out. I'm like, all right, that's good. So, you know, ultimately work, it just took a long time. And so hopefully this, this next, you know, book, <laughs> will take only three years uh, to get out there. Can you tell us about your political perspective and why do you think it's important to even t- take on these issues? Because um, someone can say, well, you can criticize it all day long, but I'm still going to believe it. So, yeah. so are, are you trying to reach somebody? Is there some no. message? <laughs> no. If I was younger, I'd be like, no, I got to convince them. No, no. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, no, I, I, at this point, it's like, no, they're, they're, they're born that way. And here, let me, let me, let me, let me bring up something here just to support, um, <laughs> what I'm talking about scientifically here. Um, cause no, my feeling is, is that, that there's certain, in short, there's certain people who are just born with their, we'll call it their, their emotional bone connected to their, to their decision bone uh, versus some people have, you know, the rational bone is connected to the decision bone. Um, and if you're, if you're just your basis of your, of, of your existence is I will be irrational. Oh, sorry. I will be like emotional implying, you know, there's going to be a rationality in there. Um, there's your problem. And, and what I'm going to cite here, um, this is in the Atlantic magazine uh, back in 2009, right? It basically said liberals and conservatives react in wildly different ways to repulsive pictures. And they basically hooked up, um a bunch of people <clears throat> scan, showed them basically uh, let me, i'll read it here scan the brains of subjects as they looked at a variety of ima images such as mutilated animals filthy toilets and faces covered with sores to see whether a neural responses showed any correlation with political ideology there was um and they they you, you now by scanning someone you could actually tell if they're going to be conservative um or actually, what's the word? It's a proper word here. A liberal or a conservative? Uh, <laughs> they can see it. You can actually see it. You're going to be a conservative. You're in, in so way, you know. And basically, you react emotionally. The first thing you're going to is your emotions. Um, you know, I need a gun. I, I'm, people are going to get. I need a gun here, or or you know, ew, uh, ticks. I hate ticks. Well, they're just you know, they're just ticks. But that's how they react to the world. So when you show them. Uh, <laughs> something that requires, you know, a rational, you got to control your, in a sense, hold yourself together enough to evaluate something that are just incapable. <laughs> They're just, yeah. So, so if you're born that way, yeah, you can talk all you want. You can try to convince, you know, the outliers you can convince, I guess, you know? Um, so yeah, no. So at this point it's, yeah, accept them. You're like, yeah, you're just going to believe <laughs> kooky things and no matter how much i say um we'll never change it um since i assumed yeah right i i <laughs> i saw your 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 feed here so basically uh so your your viewpoint on like god religion are you atheist or 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 well i'm actually um religious in the sense okay. of but in a philosophical uh, right. rational way and some people okay. say you can't do both right if you're if you're uh if you have faith, faith is is magical. And if you have, uh, you know, if you're rational, you you will be an atheist. And and right. I, don't, I don't believe that. I don't I don't even know how can someone get there without dismissing all the great religious philosophers and even the early scientists uh, had their own form of theism. Um, right. So what I try to do is um, give people more information because if um, if you follow the atheist uh, premise then they are always right and they have all the answers and everybody else is living in love. Ah, now, hold on. I, I, as an atheist, I claim not to have the answers. No, I, I, I have no idea. I have no answers. Just that if you're religious, like, okay, you claim that, okay, there is one, I guess, one God. Um, yeah, well, we don't even have to get into this. <laughs> but the point is, is, is um, there, you've, if you're religious, which is most of the population, you have this built-in, well, there's a belief system. Okay, I, I'm going with the God, you know, hypotheses. Uh, makes you feel good? <laughs> I agree. I would love to believe in God. That Yes, I agree. That's a really nice, pleasant um, um, concept. Um, uh, just that I just, I, I just don't see any... any um, uh, you know, just uh, proof, basically, and then we can talk about all that. Uh, but I'm not claiming I have the answer. See, so so, <laughs> um, just like if, if you're saying, okay, there is a God, and blah blah blah, it's like, okay, well then you, it's your job to whether prove it. Uh, certainly, me, you know, I, I'm not going to be able to disprove it. So you know, but that's one aspect that people may not even look over in that that <laughs> religious belief is is similar to conspiracies in a sense that like i'm going with what i want to believe with and whether there's any rational um points against that well <laughs> when we had the thinking atheist on our show it, right. it, it was shown that uh all he wants to do is um like 
attack his upbringing and the and the silliness of the evangelical movement and you can do that with anything and and like you've done with the ufo stuff there's people who are right. fanaticals about ufos if you're fanatical atheist uh your job is to disprove everybody and make everybody um well, you know, to your camp okay hold on so yeah so no i am not a ra radical atheist i i don't care why <laughs> you go with it it's in fact i have an 87 year old mother who will probably be dying in a few years i have uh, nope she should go, if she feels good about religion i'm never going to say anything because because certainly science has nothing to replace that with right uh, you have um uh, uh, Carl, Carl Sagan saying how we all go back to stardust and it's like, well, yeah, yes, but that doesn't feel good. <laughs> Science has no, 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 no balm to make you feel better about death. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's nihilism. It's, it sucks. Yeah. Um, so I have, I have nothing to offer. And if you're born that way, like, no, I need an answer. Like I, I, I have nothing for you. So you're right. You should just go with, go with it. Just take, embrace religion. Um, Sure, you know. <laughs> uh, but, but you should be able to also objectively step out of it. And in my work, when I right. talk to people um, about serious stuff, I say, you know, let's put religion aside for a moment, uh, especially people that, that are disappointed because their prayers are not answered or that things don't go the way right. they think. And say, well, in a, in a naturalistic perspective, um, what is it better to to pursue peace, to pursue uh, goodness, to pursue love, or to dismiss it all as just you know impulses in your brain or desires and stuff like that? And and what I tell them is that if that could be God, if the pursuit of justice, if the the wish uh, for the better of others, if that can be God more like a principle, then there's really nothing to fight about. Because right. exactly, yeah, right. Higher values can be God, and then you leave it up to you know we'll see what happens, kind of thing. Right. Yeah. We're, there you go. We're on the same page. Uh, but but so it's just, crazy that the ancient writers discuss God in those terms, which you would think you know we, I've heard uh, big atheists uh, pundits say, "Can you believe that these cavemen came up with this concept?" And then the first thing that the concept discusses is love. And it's like, why would, right. would someone who is in a tribal society full of um, people that are, maybe are not as sophisticated as us talk about something so deep and so ingrained in our in our hearts, such as caring for others and having an affection for this idea of somebody bringing you to life and giving you um, whatever blessings. And uh, so it's very strange. Like you would think the first thing they would go to is I am God all you become my subjects, kind of like the Mesopotamians, the Egyptians, um, the Romans and the Greeks. They would go there instead of going to this underdog tale of even if I get uh, destroyed by all these kingdoms, I'm still going to pursue love. I'm still going to pursue justice and goodness, which seems completely counterproductive or counterintuitive for such a type of, um, you know. Counterintuitive to what? Though? I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, pursue love. That's yeah. Okay. What's you get it, killed if you pursue it, love. That's like, even to, though to I have a, if, if you get killed if you pursue love, like even though I have a lot of problems with Christianity, um, the religion was based on um, be believing that all human beings are, are unique. And in the Roman Empire, it was the opposite, right. that only certain human beings were special and everybody right. was a slave or a, a right. second-hand person. So forgiving your enemies... Um, praying for them, trying to uh, teach them that it's better to love than to hate. It, it was um, self-sacrificial um, because it would it brought about their martyrdom. Nobody wanted to hear that crap. Everybody was like, you guys are morons and nerds and you need to die. And then somehow that message became very popular right. and won over the other stuff. Even though it got corrupted later, at least the premise stayed true for the first 300 years, which is, to me, that's a miracle in itself. So, well, uh, no, we're the, well, the premise of just love? I mean, brotherly love? I mean, yeah, I mean, that's... But nobody believed in brotherly love back then. Well, back then, well, it was well, more utilitarian yeah. than it is now. Right, right. So it's wild that um, something like that would um, would take hold in, in a system that, that failed. And I see now Christianity imploding in the whole American 
perspective that is very um, supremacist in his view of right. our, our way is the only right way kind of imploding. Do you right. touch on that in your book that um, at the end, all these ideas and stuff, even though they're entertaining, even though they're, you know, exciting, they lead to nothing. They, they kind of, you end up feeling empty at the end because it's a, a never ending pursuit. You're like, it's like all those shows well, finding Bigfoot and they never find it. <laughs> right, right. Well, you just you just keep going. Well, just just like just like religious belief, you just keep going. You just like, all right, I, I don't have my proof, but I like the idea, so I'll just keep just, just, just well, and it, and <laughs> yeah, keep going. If you if you bring so, it back to religion, I don't know if you heard. There's a lot of what? different people throughout history who say they're the reincarnation of Jesus or they're right. the Messiah or something. Right. And then yep. they die, and people are still yep. waiting for them to come back. <laughs> well, or they, correct. Or they right. modify their faith, where it's like, well, they were never supposed to stay uh, alive, right. or they're going to come back in the spaceship. We just have to wait and, and believe yep. in that. Um, so um, uh, we can talk more another time about how uh, people can become deified. And right. in every uh, group, they always pick one guy, and they say, this guy is God. And then they follow the same pattern. They they give attributes to that person. They um, yeah. they do the saintly uh, history of them, and then they um, they I, I idolize them to the point where you can't prove or disprove what they're saying. So you just have to go with it, like you're saying. Um, but when we go back to the political realm, I've tried to get different scholars to come and talk about the cult of Trump, and right. and it's unbelievable the type of excuses. Uh, dismissal yep. of accusations <laughs> the type of um, it's almost like an abused uh, lover who um, implants their ideal um, you know virtues onto someone that is not like that but that's who they want them to be uh, do you see that where it's like this guy can't do anything wrong and they will always justify him and um, make him seem like the good guy even though he's like murdering their grandma yeah, no. Uh, Sam Harris has a has a uh, podcast. Uh, who he, he he yeah he goes over this with all these um, um, other um, psychologists, scientists. Because uh, he's just yeah he's just amazed like oh I can't I, you know. Um, and general, the consensus is it's it's a reflection of our time in a sense our times now. Um, <clears throat> that yeah, there's a whole bunch of people that. <laughs> yeah, life is just not a good, and it's especially like from a job standpoint, we're back in all these people um, who aren't scholars or who aren't, you know, <laughs> can remap their brain and, and, and learn another computer skill, but, but just they're so sort of built for bolting on um, bumpers onto cars and just sort of all those people who did manufacturing jobs 20 years ago. Um, are out of work. <laughs> um, basically, it's all it's all been you know outsourced. So if, yeah, if you want to assemble anything, you do it in China. Normally, America there'll be a bunch of you know Americans that do that kind of work out of jobs, and it's yeah, it's not coming back. They're screwed. You know, um, I can see. If, so from their point of view, it's like yeah, it's it's the whole yeah. I have there's nothing for me. I you know I. I <laughs> uh, so basically, so as long, if that guy can come in and just screw everything up. Yeah, the better. Um, certainly, yeah. In, in in the consensus is they don't actually believe him necessarily what he's going on about. Um, but they're literally just like, I'll take anybody anybody who's not the same old crap, you know, not not the same old you know politician. Uh, and and if you ask these people, like, well, what the hell is Trump gonna do for you? <laughs> and I think I think things they remember is because they he sent me a check um, uh, uh, for a thousand bucks or whatever it was for, for the. Um, uh, the the financial uh, uh, there's a what you call it the the number um, the, the the there's a name for this back COVID when they when they, we actually literally sent checks out to people they remember that <laughs> as if like well okay there we go I don't have a, a politicians never sent me a check and they just sort of attribute it to Trump um, but yeah no I can see other point that it's like yeah if if you can only you're you know you're as smart as who can just someone who can just assemble <laughs> a Ford and you know or you know and you, then those jobs are long long gone you know it's either just be, be, be a waiter you know <laughs> uh yeah it just doesn't look good for those guys um but, but so, yeah if, so if we if we minimize them to you know they're they're uneducated they, they have nothing going for them 
then right. we are insulting and, and dismissing them when there's two ways to look at it. There's a way right. where he's the wild card. He's like the Joker and uh, Batman um, and Dark Knight where if he burns down the world. Uh, he's my representative of the of the person that is protesting. And if he doesn't burn down the world, right. uh, at least, like you say, he's a different type of politician and he brings something new to the table. But to me, it shows that everybody's so disillusioned with the system and and right. people keep giving them the, the Joe Bidens and whatever back that it's not really working for them. Uh, but there's another point where is the, the fanatical type of people where they feel that somehow he has their back, which to me right. um, is, is distressing because now I see what happened 100 years ago in Germany, where yep. um, if if you say the right words you get people on your side. And even if you don't do anything, um, like, so politicians have gotten so good at um, playing the game that now people don't even know their game played. Uh, and and that's what's scary is that a politician can promise uh, 30 things and not even do one of them, and they're still going to vote for them because at least they're saying the right thing. Yep. No, back in Germany... Uh, the intellectuals thought Hitler was a complete idiot. <laughs> uh, yeah, and if you're smart, you, yeah, you didn't go with Hitler. No, you, 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 this was, you know. And in fact, when he first got elected, uh, when Germany was, uh, right when Hindenburg was around, and, and Germany was uh, a Demo uh, you know, democratic country, uh, he only got like 20% of the vote, uh, which kind of matches up, yeah, with the, the Yahoo crowd, you know, uh, you know, in any country, basically. Um, and then basically, uh, <laughs> through force, he managed to get that number up. Uh, uh, one of the, certainly at the time there, the choice was either the big change was either stick with Democrats, communists were a big, like, Oh, listen, I'm going to give you a job. We're going to, we're going to hit the reset button. Um, and, and then basically the fascist and basically what happened is the fascist then knocked out the communist party. And then now they had the. 30%, 40% of the vote. And then from there, just basically bullied his way in. So, um, yeah, that's <laughs> that's how it starts. I'm looking at your website, uh, higherstrangenessness.net. Uh, .net, right. And you have some amazing graphics. Uh, do you do that yourself? Is it yeah, AI? That, how do you? Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, I'm a graphics professional. Um, yes, I did steal some of those images from AI, just, you know, just typed them in. Uh, but no, that's what I do for a living. Yeah. Uh, more video production, some, you know, website stuff. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm more visually orientated. Um, and, and those, yeah, what's on the website there are literally are, are the conspiracies that I, I sort of put in the book and illustrated by having it look like a cheap, uh, <laughs> like the cheap weekly world news uh, from back in the day. So, yeah. All right, so, uh, so, so uh, go ahead, go ahead, all right. No, uh, I just wanted to ask you, have you ever thought about doing a graphic novel where you can mix art and a story? I did. Well, I, I did a book. I did an animated book trailer for my first book. Uh, you know, I've done animation. Yeah. And in, 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 in fact, yeah, I, if I, I can send you the link. Um, but nah, <laughs> that's too much work. Uh, um, uh, yeah, you can get a lot more with 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 actual novel. You know, my thing is I'm trying to con uh, convey like you know ideas, concepts versus like oh that's a cool image. It's like yeah, all right. <laughs> the eagerness of people to to believe things. Um, do you think it comes from this desire to control uh, the world? And when someone uh, figures out a conspiracy that they're um, they feel like you know they're the only one that has the truth. Do you think that that's a, a part of the, the human experience? To uh, since the universe is is a void of darkness, we want to hold on to something and, and and make sense of it. Right. Well, yeah. It's, well, humans, we, we all do cause and effect, right? I mean, that's how we got here: cause and effect. Whether whether you know. You... <laughs> You wait for the, you know, going back to the classic, you know, uh, uh, caveman analogy where, where, yeah, there was a cause and effect. There was, there was, um, if we stand here and, and, you know, the lion came by and we can kill it, you know, I mean, it was just, yeah, we've, that's how, basically that's the definition of, of intelligence, basically, right? That you figure out the cause, you know, of whatever you're, you know, observing. Um, 
And my feeling on that, though, right, in which then leads to, yeah, you'll always, certain people can't even just get the head around um, that it's just random stuff. There's just the life, <laughs> there's randomness in there. And they're like, and they can't even, they refuse to even you know, accept that, that no, no, you know, which folds into religion. God has a plan for me. Okay, fine. If you want to go for that, and a lot of people do that. But if not that, certainly the government, the next big thing, well, they were responsible for whatever happened. And, and whether, you know, typically it's just incompetence. Yeah, incompetence just, just caused whatever, you know, thing to fail. But um, so, yeah, so they're taking what, what, how, what normally what human beings, you know, use cause and effect, and you know, we call it intelligence, and just misapply it, basically. Looking, always looking for, you know, the effect or whatever. I mean, you know, gambling. It's like, you know, it's... There's no effect if you do, you know, hold your lucky, um, um, lucky rabbit's foot or whatever. Um, but yeah, again, sit back to what my, 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 my hypothesis there is like, yeah, if you're built emotionally and not going to, you know, if you're going to just react emotionally and not allow your rationality to say, hold on, let's, let's evaluate this. Yeah, most people don't. Um, so yeah <laughs> that's just gonna fold into that which uh the same thing i think is driving uh you know the formation of religions right um is certainly if you're you know we're talking thousands of years ago um you know why did our village get blown down right i mean what why why would why was a tornado you know striking my village well there must have been an there must have been a cause right we must have done something <laughs> to cause this weather effect to 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 hit us, right? Hmm. I want you know. So I wonder if God did this. There's a cause and effect. Maybe it's a God that caused you know uh, this weather effect to come down and blow our blow a thing. And then so the, how can we appeal? Well, hold on. If we want to avoid <laughs> the next tornado, maybe if we pray somehow, we could coerce. Uh, do we have to sacrifice something, somebody? maybe we coerce that god to not do those horrible things that we think it has again all cause and effect if the cause was like no it was just just a weather effect but if you've implanted on that yeah it's god god did it god god causes there's there's, there's everything everything is caused by god everyone he's looking at everything um so yeah that's just an offshoot of what i was saying okay well let me ask you what about when uh reality um uh meets fiction or conspiracies like right right now and and i had a big uh show um coming after joe rogan because joe rogan is friends with alex jones right and and i don't know if he was uh on drugs or what when he said that <laughs> but he said that uh everything alex jones had predicted had become true oh boy, so, yeah. so now with the um, epstein um information coming out and you know everybody being implicated that uh that is famous now they're like see we told you that there were a bunch of pedophiles and maybe they're not <laughs> eating the children but they are you know backing each other up or the government has um blackmail on them uh what happens like do you think that we project things or is it they're just throwing poop at the wall and whatever sticks um uh, and and it just happened <laughs> that there, everybody's a pedophile just... Yeah, I, I think they're just nuts. I mean, in the sense that there's no deep, <laughs> nothing deep about Alex Jones and any, any. I mean, any of this. So, so it's almost like trying to argue with a schizophrenic. You know, where, where no, there's voices in the walls. No, there is no, no, there isn't. There's nothing you can say um, to a you know schizophrenic. Uh, <laughs> and I remember that they they were on the Alex Jones trial when they, when they when they nailed him down, saying, "Look, you really believe that." um uh that that what was it the, the, yeah they're all crisis actors at, uh when that with the what was it, the school shooting uh they act they, they drilled them on that you know and he kind of just kind of this excuse was like well uh, just go off on that you know i was it was a spontaneous thing like it was uncontrollable whatever i'm like all right that's that's still not a an answer but um yeah they're just it's just it's just scrambled nutty things i mean i mean they're so, so trying to actually rationalize it uh or even waste time trying to even rationalize it it's like yeah you're gonna go drive yourself you're gonna drive yourself nuts um, but, but my theory so, is that conspiracies take us away from the real problems in the world 
and and sometimes mm. conspiracies are pushed by the government or whomever to get us to focus on something else and i think that's how the ufo phenomenon came about where they were doing bombs and and tricky stuff at area 51 and instead of focusing on that they they gave them uh like a false flag go focus on the aliens uh, right. what about this stuff where it's coming out that these corrupt politicians and famous people are causing harm to children and then now everybody can say see i told you throughout the years i've been telling you that, that they're all uh you know evil uh how do you stop that or how do you uh contain uh the conspiracy will grow even more when you find out that the world is so corrupt and so sick well it is you know, obviously it is corrupt i mean yeah so <laughs> it's just uh i don't know it's, it's literally the same long lines of just what well, if you uh, how do you con not convince or 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 change a true believer in religion or you know so you don't <laughs> it's just you know at least from my viewpoint it's like i yeah i'm i no longer struggle with that it's like if you're just yeah if you're just that way if your if your brain literally is wired to be that way I'm, nothing i can do about it um so i just hopefully i can you know not get run over by these people you know in a, in a sense um and yeah <laughs> I guess I'm 60 now, so so surely my 20s or 40s, I'd be like, oh, I, I, we need to do something about this. Um, and but uh, <laughs> and like I said, I don't have any children, so I have no quote skin in the game here. Uh, I will be gone in you know, another 20 years. Um, so um, yeah, God, I hope you guys don't screw everything up. <laughs> but I want to push back a little bit because one but, of the problems we're having in our modern society is that. I don't know if it was Star Wars or Dungeons and Dragons or something where now everything is um, binary. So you're either with the good guys, whoever you pick those guys are, or you're with the bad guys, whoever is your enemy and the person you don't like. And, and I have heard Bill Maher and other people say, you can't be a moderate. You need to pick. You're either conservative or liberal. And it's like, what about the people that, that have nuances and they don't see everything in black and white? Uh, when you say... Right. There's the rationals and then there's the emotional. That is a, a huge generalization. What about the people in between? Where yes, they... well, yeah, there's, there's more. Yes, there's a there's a whole gamma between the two sides. Yeah, there's always grays. Yeah, there's always grays in the middle. I'm just saying that, yeah, on that side <laughs> is, is there and there. And then you have all the gradations in the middle here. Right. So, yes, you don't just clean. The, yeah, it's not binary. Yeah, anything. The whole thing is gray. Everything is every. The whole thing is gray. Most people can't deal with that. It's either good or evil. Yes, you know. Uh, um, see, they see the world that way. But no, it's, it's yeah, it's grays. It's all horrible, murky grays to me anyway. Uh, and I have no problem with that. I can I can I can deal with um, um, uncertainty, uncertainty. You know, or or so. Um, yeah, it helps in the stock market too. <laughs> so, Going back to the grays. Um... Yeah. How far have you gone on ufology? Because I get these things on Facebook where they right. show you that there's 30 different races of aliens and some of them look right. like cats and some of them are reptilians. Right. Why are the gray ones that are tiny with big heads and telepathy or whatever, why are they so popular and where is that coming from? Yeah, no. Well, it's 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 folklore. I'm like I said, I'm 60, so I, I've seen it turn into folklore. And it's, and by folklore, I mean like when I, when I when you talk about we all know what a leprechaun looks like, right? <laughs> We've agreed what a leprechaun looks like. They don't exist. We all we know what Santa Claus clearly looks like. He he doesn't exist, <laughs> right? Um, and I, ta I was talking about this to another um, podcast uh, yesterday here. That back in the, I remember back in the day, um, every time someone had a, a an alien encounter, it was different. Like, ooh, what was your alien like? Well, my alien looked like da da da. Well, my alien looked like you know a cat-like thing, and I I brought up the example. Um, there's a book called Fire in the Sky. It was turned into a movie. I remember when I was 12 and I heard about that that um, incident. Um, it was like, yeah, these aliens floated down. They looked sort of elephant-like, and then they scooped the person up and you know correct. correct. Um, so yeah, when I was in high school, and when there were only four books on UFOs, <laughs> you know, it was either just the, the Lubbock lights that I was forked, and that was it. Um, you you got to look forward to the different aliens because like, all right, certainly yeah, all the aliens are always different. 
Um, certainly, if, you, if you're making the stuff up, yeah, you can make up whatever alien you want here. But as over the, over the decades now, uh, it's slowly, we've all sort of agreed upon that it's going to be the Greys now. And I remember like, or like around uh, 1980s or so, the communion book came out and you saw a Whitney Strieber or whatever. And there was an alien face right there. It was, it, you went to the supermarket, you saw the book, you know, sitting there with that alien face. And it's almost like the classic gray. And around the same time we had um, um, Steven Spielberg's uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. There was a couple of things that looked like the classic grays, the small aliens, but the big alien, eh, it was kind of a human looking face with the long dangly arms. So you, so you notice I was progressing. And then fi- by, by the time you got to the 90s, uh, X-Files, yeah, you got the, the now it looked like grays. And now basically we all agree that, yeah, they're grays. They look like that. They're, they're, they have big black eyes. You, you can get a nice emotional reaction out of it because they look scary. Um, um, so, <laughs> yeah, we've all now decided that what the aliens are actually supposed to look like. Now, that, that whole thing, um, there's, there's two two things about uh, extraterrestrials. Whether there's any other life out there in the, on the on the universe, that's one question. But then the other question is, well, did they actually make the trip and then give us an anal, anal probe uh, for their efforts here? That that's two separate things. Um, and I'm certainly not hammering out. Oh no, there can't be any uh, uh, any other extraterrestrial life. Sure, there's got to be. But whether they came here and hovered overhead. Uh, and obsessed with doing, um, you know, <laughs> medical experiments, which is just, you know, pretty damn crude. Um, no, I'm not, yeah, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not on board with any of that. And thus I, I went, I covered all that in the first High Strangers book. And what's the obsession with Bigfoot? Um, you know, they say there's evidence. Um, there was a show where they showed uh, a footprint and a whole bunch uh, of footprints. And where is all this coming from? Is is there a guy uh, dressed up as a monkey uh, with big shoes? Like, what that, would be your rational explanation for something like that? Yeah, that, well, that's well, yeah, <laughs> that that's also taken off. Uh, again, I've seen it as, as a kid. I, I remember I, the Patterson footage. You know, the Roger Patterson footage of the, the 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 Bigfoot that's walking. Right, that's the classic. That's like the best damn evidence they have. Right, the Patterson footage. Which was shot in 1967, right, by Cowboy Guy. Are you you're familiar with it, right? I mean, point is that that that's the gold standard of like, ah, there's our Bigfoot right there. That is it. And yes, it it is an impressive piece of footage. I've seen all the all the the, the, the analysis of it of the leg muscles and, and his breasts on it, and and you know they've recreated everything. Um, still could have been a guy, you know. Oh, oh, and then the footprints. Yes, there was a guy early on that was had they had the wooden footprints and we're talking still back in the late 60s that yeah that yes the guy yes there, there was there's a guy doing that certainly and this is a fun topic <laughs> other people have run with it um and the whole bigfoot thing is like i said yes that's that's impressive footage uh from a 1967 standpoint, and it was hard getting film in 1967. You needed a camera. You needed film in the camera. Oh, look, it's a Bigfoot. Thank God there's movie film in the camera. Patterson was doing a documentary or making a movie about Bigfoots. Uh, he knew <laughs> what the value of footage was. Boy, he really needed some footage of, of his Bigfoot movie that he was doing. Um, so <laughs> that doesn't look good. So, so point is that, that could be a guy in a suit that, 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 the gold standard footage 30, 40 years later. Now we literally, everybody has a camera in their pocket, everybody, all hunters every, and soon it'll be a 4k camera in their pocket. And, and other people have brought this up in other forms here. So, okay. So, so if, if Bigfoot's really are out there, right. Um, where's the footage that at least matches the 67 footage? I mean, again, <laughs> there's a lot of cameras out there. There are, there are, there are, I have a trail cam out back in my yard. If a Bigfoot walked through my yard, I would catch it. It's, it's out there for months at a time. And, and those, the, the trail cams are cheap. I mean, you get them on eBay for 50 bucks. Um, they're ubiquitous out in the forest everywhere. Um, nope, just having, just, yeah, no, no one's ever matched. Uh, the Patterson footage. So basically, it doesn't look good for for Bigfoot here. Yes, it's a fun thing. Yes, it's yes. If I had a chance, I would I would 
put a Bigfoot, you know, <laughs> costume on and like, yay, look at this. We, we got some traction. So, so certainly, um, and I, it goes for a lot of things too. It's just, yeah, it's a fun, goofy thing. And if you really believe it, fine, you're into it. Um, so all of this conspiracies, you know, uh, UFO sightings. Yeah, it's, it's just a fun, cool thing to promote. I mean, or whether you believe it or not. Um, <laughs> sure. A, a, a funny little side note. I posted uh, my, the, the, my second book. Um, there, the whole bunch of, there's a whole bunch of skeptics in the pubs groups on Facebook, right? Where basically the, the few skeptics in Sheffield, um, UK, get together and have a drink, you know, and, and, and network amongst themselves, right? Uh, and I posted my book on there. I said, but you know, I said, by the way, uh, they're talking about something uh, crop circles, my the first book starts with my protagonist making a crop circle here on Cape Cod, just to prove that we can recreate them. And I remember <laughs> a bunch of uh, guys from the UK said, Oh, yeah, we do that all the time. here. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, we, we go out and make crop circles, because it's just Yeah, it's and, and watching the, the true believers you know, react. <laughs> I was like, ah, that was nice. You know, uh, I'm not the only one that that was feels compelled to, yeah, just just do it just to watch the crazies go nuts. Um, so yeah, that whole Bigfoot thing. This again, there's still well, there's way more. You know, so we're talking it's it's a primate. So uh, we can we know how what kind of caloric intake a primate that big would need, how much food it would need to eat on a daily basis, right? And people go, oh well bears there's there's creatures that are that bear size that can survive in the northern woods okay bears hibernate uh during the winter because it's very hard to eat during the winter so are you saying these primates hibernate too you know so it's just a never-ending um series of excuses of like when you come up with you know rational um you know arguments so where's all the bigfoot footage since literally every single person has a camera in their pocket so uh yeah a lot of it is just yeah it's fun <laughs> it's it just you know um just, just watch the watching these people go off um gives us something to do <laughs> that's my issue with the aliens that they're so sneaky right. that if uh if you had that type of technology if you had that those type of abilities why do it in the dark why go into remote well, areas on that topic, why? The only assumption we can make, you know, I'm sure, like I said, I'm sure there's extraterrestrials or at least civilizations or, or at least creatures, something out there, right? If they made the trip, right? And then that's this, uh, I'm not dismissing that there's anything out there, but to say that they came by, you have to assume they made the trip, right? And we, we understand how hard that trip is, right? <laughs> we, we can only sort of get our minds around, we could maybe go to Alpha Centauri, but then when you go, well, yeah, no, come from another galaxy. It's like you just, you just, your mind melts here. The point is, their powers of observation. If, 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 if somebody made the trip and wanted to to, to observe us any closer, um, their powers of observation have to be greater than us, right? I mean, just, just, it just the fact that whether they bent space to get here <laughs> or however advanced uh, things, certainly you don't. Don't have to, to us, uh, a good observation platform would be oh, about, you know, what, 100 yards up? Who says you couldn't just park yourself out uh, in the orbit of Pluto? Like, yep, clearly see what's going on. We, yeah, we don't have to get that close. I mean, they think we have to get that close because that's just their frame. Um, and, and in fact, why, why even go out to Pluto? Why just be <laughs> uh, one star over, if not, you know, a bunch over? You clearly we can see what's going on and then that whole thing yeah and there's a whole argument here i can say that you know that 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 it's not in their interest to actually contact us what what they can get whatever they need just by observing us yes that's that's where they are technology you know from a technological standpoint um anything they give us we're just going to hurt ourselves with it <laughs> any advance that we're not you know we're not ready for um so so yeah that's sort of my my argument uh, to the fermi paradox basically um, as we uh, finish up, can you give us all the resources that can, people can find your books and your other projects? And, and if they have uh, questions or more interested in you, how can they learn more about yeah, uh, you as, as an author? Yeah. Hi, that's the, that's the book sitting there. 
uh, adeadguy.com is my personal website. <laughs> and the joke is that'll be, when I'm gone, it'll be funny. I, I'm, wait, I'm willing to wait out the 20 years for me to die. And then people go, aha, a dead guy. It's written by a dead guy. It's, it's going to, believe me, it, it, <laughs> I'm, willing, I'm willing to wait that joke out. Uh, so yeah, higherstrangeness.net, adeadguy.com. All, yeah, all of the links are there. Wonderful. Thank you for coming on our show.